Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Growing up as a woman, I was told that you can't care about your looks, wear whatever you want, and be successful. But honey, let me give it to you real. You can have it all. I believe women can embody strength, sexuality, and power all at the same time. And in fact, I know the harder you feel, the more successful you will be. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy freaking fit babes. What is up? Welcome back to another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I am Lauren Huber, and today's episode has a theme that I just, you know, always stay true to, which is keeping it real. Our number one job working together, guys, when you're listening to this show is you want to see results and you want to take accountability for the person and woman you're trying to become. And when you are on a weight loss journey, there are going to be highs and there are going to be lows. There are going to be moments where you literally do not feel like you're making any progress. There are moments when you are going to second guess what you're doing. You're going to feel frustrated. It's going to feel like it's honestly the time is right for you to just fucking give up on your goals. If this is you, oh, girlfriend, today you are going to get amped up, hyped up, and honestly, I'm going to keep it super real because there are so many times with clients in my experience and the years of being a dietitian where I just see women sabotaging themselves before they even fucking give themselves a chance to see success. And truthfully, we always love to blame calories but I think so much of it also comes down to mindset. And I talk about it all the time, so sometimes I feel like I'm a broken record, but it's just so true. There's so much you can control, and if your mindset's in a toxic place, you're not going to be able to see the results you're wanting to. So it's time for us to really change that today, which is why I wanted to do an entire episode on one special topic, which is if you are tracking your calories and hitting your calories, but you're not losing weight. What the fuck do you do? What the hell is happening? Girl, I got it covered. Stay tuned. Let's dive right in. Okay, truth be told, we need a little hot girl history lesson. And this is because for us to be able to understand why you can be hitting your calories perfectly, quote unquote, and not losing weight, it's important for us to understand what is actually required for weight loss. So as y'all know, to lose weight, you have to eat less than what you burn. Step one of TSN is getting your calories in check. Your calories are the foundation of your diet. They're the energy that you get. Like just like a car needs gas, you fucking need calories. That is the energy your body needs. That being said, you have to be in a deficit, meaning your body is taking in less energy than what you're burning i.e. being in a deficit so you're able to shed body fat. It's not for one day. It's not for one week. We have to consistently do this, which is why weight loss is fucking hard, right? That's why this is really tough. So we have to be in that deficit for weight loss. That being said, there are other factors that do impact progress, but this core concept of energy balance when it comes to weight loss, weight maintenance, and weight gain is a key driving factor when it comes to weight loss and understanding why we're not seeing results. So if you're not losing weight, the simple answer is you're not in a deficit. 
But what really is tough is when you actually start to track your calories, you're hitting numbers, maybe you did hit your deficit a few times, or you hit certain calorie numbers, but then randomly your weight's going up, you're not seeing progress. That's when your mind immediately goes to the oh fuck moment where you are hitting your calories, but you are not losing weight. I mean, girlfriend, like how frustrating is it? You're feeling like you're doing a good job. You feel like you're doing that non-negotiable behavior and habit towards your goals, but you're not seeing the results. So let's unpack this. Okay, first things first, there are a few problems that I commonly see with clients when they say the expression to me, I'm hitting my calories, but I'm not losing weight. So I first just want to say, we have a little rule over here at TSN. So you may think you're hitting your calories, or maybe you are hitting your calories, but what's actually happening, that frustration you're feeling, feeling like you're doing everything right and not seeing progress, is actually you're not in a calorie deficit. That's why you're not losing weight. You're not eating less than what you burn. So let's unpack this. If you are hitting your calories and not losing weight, there are a few reasons why this is happening. One, you might be hitting your calories on paper, but in reality, you're actually eating more than that. And that could be a tracking related issue. Or another thing that could happen is you're hitting the numbers that you think you should be hitting and you're actually accurate with your tracking, but those numbers aren't actually reflective of your calorie deficit. So yes, girlfriend, you are hitting your calories for weight loss, but you're not actually hitting the right amount of calories for weight loss. So another thing we have to consider when you're feeling super, super frustrated, ladies, is this idea that you can be hitting your calorie deficit and not be seeing this exponential rate of weight loss every single week within one week and even over time. And why this is, is because calorie deficits aren't created equal. And girlfriend, you could be hitting your calories for weight loss and thinking that, oh my God, my deficit's not working. I'm doing something wrong. But if you are losing inches and losing body fat, and especially if you are newer to strength training and you're picking up those damn weights, ladies, you could be having something called body recomposition. You could be gaining muscle or even maintaining your muscle mass while also shedding body fat. And that's not just related to the calorie deficit. That's related to also getting your diet freaking right. You're making progress. You're shedding body fat. Yes, we would expect the scale to go down a little bit, but weight loss does not look completely linear, perfect, one pound a week weight loss every single week for all of my clients or really any woman out there. It depends on where you're starting. It depends on your current body composition, but you can be hitting your calorie deficit and not be seeing tremendous weight loss and instead be seeing epic body transformation and epic body changes. So that's why we really have to assess, are we actually doing something wrong or are we making progress? Because that's going to determine what your next step is. And if you're not seeing epic weight loss on the scale, but you're seeing transformation beginning to occur in your body, girlfriend, you are doing this right and you don't want to be hard on yourself. But let's go over some common problems that come up when you're quote unquote hitting your calories. You're feeling like you're doing everything right, but you're not seeing success. So the first thing we have to consider is your calories being set up right. So if you are on this journey alone, obviously I'm not here to approve your range, so I don't know the situation that's happening, but that could definitely be a factor. Like you have this calorie range that you think you're hitting, but maybe your deficit for weight loss isn't actually set up accurately. 
And something to consider within this is maybe you added in or took away exercise. So now it's time for you to adjust your range. So your calories have to be set up right. And I always say this, but we don't use just my fitness pals calculation. We also have to go based upon how your body looks and is working. What I mean by that is inside TSN, I, you know, in group coaching, I set calories for my clients. In the membership, you guys calculate your calories. Team TSN approves your range, and it's a collaborative process no matter what it is. Why I say that is because that is step one. That is like itty-bitty step one. There are many steps to your weight loss journey when it comes to specifically setting your calories with TSN. And the biggest factor is actually starting to do it actually looking at your food choices and making adjustments based upon your body's feedback. Let me give you an example. Say we estimate your weight loss calorie range to be 17 to 1900 and it puts your maintenance, you know, 300 to 500 above that weight loss range that we have for you. So you start tracking and four weeks go by and you are truly hitting these numbers. You're eating balanced meals, you know, your exercise is consistent. You're not losing weight. What the fuck is happening? Well, let me tell you, your calories were estimated girlfriend, right? Because you may have not tracked your food before. And a big mistake that we often make as women, right? When we're trying to lose weight and just from the, the lack of accurate information on the internet is we go off of those numbers and then we say, hey, like that's our deficit, but maybe we overestimated your exercise. Maybe you are underestimating some of your calories, which is another story too, but also maybe your range isn't set up right. Maybe your maintenance is actually not as high as this estimation is putting it out to be. That's not to say estimation equations are crap, but it's because this is how the human body works. We have to go off of what's actually happening inside your body to be able to make tweaks and changes. So maybe we drop your calories down another 100, 200 less per day. Maybe you're being a little bit more mindful of portions and maybe you're cutting out one of your snacks that you find you don't really need every night necessarily. And boom, you start to see weight loss. That's because you got in that deficit. So a common problem is obviously setting up your calories right. Okay, number two that I wanted to go over with you guys. A big mistake I also see when it comes to the accuracy of actually your range is MyFitnessPal adding back exercise calories and therefore you're eating them back. We have to make sure within your MyFitnessPal settings to make sure that you're actually not adding those calories back through exercise because your range takes into account that. Now, if you're hungry, yes, girlfriend, add them on, slap on a few 100, 200, maybe 300 calories. Our clients inside my coaching programs, based upon how you're exercising, we can try to estimate how much to add back on some of those days. But truly, if you're consistent with exercise, you're not going to need to add back calories um, unless you're very sporadic, maybe doing like an orange theory class and then other days you're not because it's part of your range that we're calculating. Your activity factor goes into your weight loss calorie range. So if you're hitting your calories because my fitness pal is adding those calories back and you're hitting the numbers, then you're not in the red zone or whatever, and you're not seeing that progress, chances are that's part of that problem, right? Because you shouldn't have been adding those calories back. Okay, real talk. The third and very common mistake I see women make is not logging accurately. I feel like we always skirt over this topic. And sorry, guys, you know, we're going to sit down, have a little real talk convo right now because you can hit your calories in my fitness pal. But girlfriend, does that mean you're actually logging accurately and being honest with yourself? No, it doesn't, girlfriend. And I am here to keep it real. So there are a few common issues that go with inaccuracy tracking. And it isn't just 
the fact that maybe you're adding foods wrong to my fitness pal that we're going to talk about. But also there are other ways that we see in accurate tracking in the field of nutrition research, and especially as a practicing dietitian in the weight loss space, I see all the time with my clients. So the first thing I want to go over, over with you guys is what you're actually choosing in my fitness pal. Now I will say it becomes very frustrating when you're beginning your journey. And that's honestly a big contributor to why women sometimes give up on calorie tracking because it is a little bit of a learning curve at first. And you might enter foods in my fitness pal. And as you start to enter these foods, especially your first one or two weeks tracking, you begin to realize, holy shit, there are so many food options to choose from in here. And when it comes to those food options, you realize some are higher calorie, some are lower calorie. And if you're anything like me, when I began my journey, I always loved choosing the lower calorie option because it just made me feel a little bit better. But the reality is the lower calorie option is not always the most accurate option. And we have to be really cognizant about what foods we're actually entering in there. Unfortunately, we do have to be conscious about what food choices we're choosing in MyFitnessPal because you're allowed to create and basically enter in food. So it now has created this really big pool of data for women like yourself to choose from when it comes to what to enter. So that's why I always say choosing verified foods is going to be really key for that. So you're trying to choose the right product, but also depending on where you live and where you grocery shop, if you are entering foods in and it does have a nutrition facts label, the easiest thing you can do is actually double check it with a nutrition facts label, especially if you're using the scanning feature, because you have to make sure you're choosing the right food option. A perfect example of this is I had a client once eat about seven or eight ounces of protein at a meal. And she logged it as about maybe 150, 200 calories, which is really far less from what it actually is. And protein's really, really healthy, but protein still has calories. So you have to be sure you're actually logging even the healthy foods accurately so we can get a true representation of what you're eating. As we're talking about what you're actually entering in, we also have to talk about the weighing and measuring of food. Now, I truly believe weighing and measuring occurs on a spectrum. I honestly, when you're first beginning, I just care that you're entering in your food choices. I don't care if you're entering a full-blown meal and you're typing in macaroni and cheese and like you're choosing the most reasonable option or eating chili or whatever it could be. And you're choosing like the pre-made option for it. That's awesome. That's going to help you build awareness. But as we're really analyzing your numbers and you're saying to yourself that statement that we don't like to say before, but I'm going to say it again, I'm hitting my calories and I'm not losing weight, right? That statement, if you're not weighing and measuring your food and progressing on in terms of accuracy, that could be a really big factor of what's actually impacting your nutrition. So I think it occurs on a spectrum. If you guys are a beginner babe, I would definitely say that focusing on having a food scale and measuring cups and like being hyper diligent and hyper focused on every single food choice you enter in my fitness pal is probably not necessary and needed. And honestly, you just need more awareness. Like weighing and measuring your food can definitely help you. Do not get me wrong, but you did not get here because of your, your weighing and measuring foods at meals. It came from you binging on food because you were under eating so much earlier in the day. So if you just even focused on balanced meals, that could help you out and help you lose 10 or 20 pounds. But I will say there are many clients that I do promote more diligent tracking and actually breaking down the components of meals as you're progressing on into what I call more of an advanced babe. And that's where using a food scale, a measuring cup, and really just getting more aware of these things is really going to help you out. But at the end of the day, it does depend on where you're at in your journey. I have clients that really just use tracking for awareness. Then I do have clients that are using food scales to really understand their portion sizes and help them see results. Okay, so we've talked about what foods you're actually choosing, weighing and measuring, as that's really important. 
But we also have to talk about honesty and especially underreporting because in the field of nutrition, we really know that there is a tendency for us humans, especially us women, to underreport our intake and also overreport our exercise. There was also really cool data that I recently reviewed. And basically, this data had shown that we tend to, even within a, a month or two months of dieting, we tend to begin to actually change our eating habits, even when we feel like we are on plan. And that's a little bit of bias that we have. So it is important to be aware of the honesty factor. Licks and bites of foods can absolutely impact those averages. That handful of chocolate chips, I recently said this to a client, adds another 100 calories to your day, and it can really impact those averages. And if you aren't losing weight, it's just something to really consider about your honesty, being really truthful, breaking down the components of your meal. And also make sure you're not just choosing that lower calorie option, like I said, as you're entering it and trying to be really honest about your intake is very, very key because we are known to underreport and it is something to be aware of. And especially when we're talking about accuracy, we can't also forget the fact that some people forget to log foods. And so I would say as you're going up on the spectrum of more beginner to an intermediate to advanced, that's where pre-tracking your food, pre-logging it can be really, really helpful. So you're not forgetting things and not waiting till the end of the day. And maybe you're actually entering your foods and looking at your macros and your weekly averages every single day. And it occurs on a spectrum, right? Someone who's a beginner does not need to do this. But if you're not seeing progress, this is an area for y'all to explore. Okay, so we talked about some of the top most common problems that women experience when they're hitting their calories, but they're not losing weight. And, you know, we talked about your calories not being set up right, my fitness pal adjusting and adding calories back. We talked about logging accurately and making sure your food choices are actually logged and we're not forgetting things. Now, the topic of forgetting foods, another aspect to accurate logging is also how many days a week you do it. Now, once again, this beginner, intermediate, and advanced discussion, a beginner might not track every day, but if you are finding yourself a few days a week not tracking, I would be curious what's happening to your weekly averages. And if you're getting really frustrated that you're not losing weight, even though you're tracking, say, four or five times a week, well, what would happen on those days that you're not tracking your food? And in particular, the days that you're not tracking... I want to ask you, why are you not tracking? Do you need a break? That's one thing. But are you not tracking because you're going out to eat? And that could definitely be the, the root of the problem, right? And it's not that we need to, you to not go out to eat, but it's thinking about, okay, well, how is my weekly eating out? How am I going about those meals? What am I having in those meals? How are they impacting my weekly averages? Maybe it's you keeping those meals the way that they are, but making adjustments to other days of the week. Because if you're not losing weight, there has to be give and take. And as much as I am the fun, flirty, I want you to go out, fit pizza into your calories, have some fun, have the glass of wine. I am that dietitian. I want you to fit this into your lifestyle. But there is a point on your journey when you are actively really working towards a fat loss goal. You're trying to shed body fat. You're trying to tone up your body. You are really focused on this result. Sometimes you're going to have to be a little bit more disciplined for you to be able to see that momentum start to go on the scale. I'm not saying I want my clients to always be disciplined, but when you are really focused on something, sometimes there has to be give and take. And it's going to be really, really hard if you're not willing to adjust certain parts of your plan and program based upon your progress. And it's a frustrating conversation because I totally have clients that they literally change one little thing and they're down like 10 pounds. But for other clients, it's not that way. And I wish it could be easier for some people, but 
sometimes there is just more work that it feels like you have to put in. And instead of sitting there feeling fucking frustrated about it, really think to yourself, why are my goals important? Why do I want to get there? And it's about really getting excited about the fact that you're making these changes, you're in control of your journey, and you're going to feel so good once you start to see that progress. We don't want to obsess over the scale, but we want to be able to really focus on what we can control. And if you know certain aspects of your plan and program are holding you back, why not try to change them, right? And that really brings me into something I wanted to end off with you guys on, which is this idea of mindset. There are two things that you can do when you're not making progress. You can either sit there and feel so freaking frustrated that you are not at your goal, throw your hands in the air, be like, I am doing everything right. Like, I just don't understand what's going wrong. Or you can really look critically at what you are doing and really start to think outside of the box of what you could improve. Calories are one piece of the puzzle, but don't get it twisted. Everything I just went over with you guys, there are many factors outside of just your calories that impact weight loss. I talk about them a lot, so I want to give you guys a rough list of them. But the first thing is right calories, the accuracy, the tracking, your range setup, right? That is important. The next thing is what makes up your calories? What are your food choices? What are your habits? Are you eating balanced meals? What are your macros? What is your daily protein intake? What is your weekly protein average? Are you hitting that every single day? What about your other macros? What time of day are you having carbs? All of these factors, and there's more and there's more ladies, all these factors that impact your calories. Your food choices matter. Within the the categories of carbs, protein, veggies, and truly all of the food groups, there are things that you're able to change. Now at TSM, we keep things fucking simple. I always say, follow the balance plate. Think about a balanced meal, carbs, proteins, veggies, a half your plate veggies, a fourth protein, a fourth carb. Say lunch and dinner, you're really prioritizing that breakfast is a little bit different. You know, at the end of the day, if you are not eating balanced meals, but you're hitting your calories and you're doing that at least a few days per week, that is something that you can change outside of calories, right? That is so important. So what you eat has so much importance and the quality of what you're eating too. How often are you eating things from a bag, which also, by the way, guys, impacts accuracy of tracking because things in in bags and packages, you're seeing the nutrition facts labels and they do have a little bit of margin of error. So it's not that we can't have them, but it's thinking about how often we're having this. And if we're finding we're not losing weight, maybe we're making some adjustments to your calories and portions. Um, In addition, fiber intake is a big one. I always talk about that. And I can't help but also mention sleep, stress, and anxiety. All of these factors impact our food choices on such a deep level. So it's very important to think outside of the box. And this is not even a full list, right? I don't have enough time in a podcast episode to go over that with you guys, but think outside the box. Think about your habits. Think about your food choices. Think about your exercise. Think about how hard you're going in the gym, what type of workouts you're doing. How can we change things and adapt for your goals? It's so important to understand that more than just calories impacts your results. And lastly, very lastly, ladies, I want to go over my checklist for progress that I talk about in my plateau episode, but is so relevant to this conversation. So I am such a believer if you are not at your goals and you're frustrated, instead of feeling really upset and down about it, instead of thinking, well, fuck, like I'm doing this right, I'm therefore must see results, we need to reframe your mindset into thinking, 
what can I do better? And what do I need to do to be able to see results? And I can confidently say as a registered dietitian, I know giving tangible next steps is so key, which is how I coach my clients. We need tangible instructions and next steps so you understand what are those controllable factors that you can change and control to achieve your goals. This is why inside of all of TSN as part of the framework of how we approach weight loss over here, I actually have a checklist for progress that I've used with clients throughout the years. I highlighted it on my plateau episode, which is one of the most popular streamed episodes and has helped people not even inside of TSN, like in a coaching program, analyze their progress, be able to make strategic changes to lose body fat and break past any plateaus that might be happening. So put simply, here's the checklist for progress. We need to hit our calorie range consistently. We need 20 to 30 grams of protein every meal. We need half or plate veggies every meal. We need to hit 8 to 10K steps daily. And we need three to four days a week of strength training. I posted this on my social media before. And obviously, sometimes there are you know, tweaks and things that we personalize to clients when it comes to their you know, own personalized checklist for progress. But this is a really beautiful place to start. This checklist all includes behaviors that are things that you can control and work towards. It can be a lot to juggle these all at the same time, but as you're getting more advanced on your journey, we're, we want to keep adding this to our behavior repertoire. Keep adding these factors each week until we're built up to these, these consistent habits. This is what is going to get you results. And I will say, even if you're doing this and you're not seeing results immediately, Girlfriend, it is okay. Those results are not going to happen overnight. But what I will share with you is doing this consistently and making tweaks based upon your body's feedback, but going back to these behaviors are the only way you're going to see results. And if you're not seeing results and you're doing some of these, that means your plan needs some tweaking, which is okay. We need to get more comfortable as an entire population, but especially as a TSN Fit Babe, with making changes when we're not seeing results. Failing, aka not seeing results on the scale in whatever duration of time, does not mean your metabolism is fucked, does not mean your body is just different and you're hitting calories, you're not losing weight. It means there's more investigative work to do. So become a private investigator, ladies. Focus on what you can control. Really look at what you're already doing and make realistic, small tweaks based upon your body's feedback. This is weight loss. This is how it goes. This is how you're going to get to your goals. It's not the fun answer. You wish I could just give you a pill, give you a supplement. You're going to lose weight, but you need to really do this journey right, or you're not going to keep this weight off, or you might not even achieve your weight loss goals in the first place. I want you to succeed. I'm looking at you, girlfriend. I know you can succeed, but it comes from not giving up just because shit's hard. Shit is going to be hard. So you can either back down or show up. 